Alright folks, coming to you live, week to week, every Tuesday, you're listening to the Brilliantly Dumb Show, thanks for joining us, thanks for being a part of it, Big Bob on the mic, Grace Ibrahim, controlling the ones and twos as always, the question is still out there, is Grace the producer real? I've been getting DM'd it, people want to know, and you know what? I'm okay with just keeping everybody on their toes. We're still debating whether we let Grace speak or not through an episode because it's kind of intriguing. Nobody knows who who the hell I'm talking to. One person was smart, too. He said, Bob, the first two episodes where you said we're in your living room, where's Grace? I pretty much just, I was in the living room. She was in the back. She went by, like, my kitchen table because I just wanted to make it seem legit. You know, every every, uh, Howard Stern, Joe Rogans of the world, they always got somebody in the back, you know? So Grace was like, Robbie, we could just do this right here. I could sit across. It's like, no, 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 do it from the back. This way I feel kind of legit. Yeah, there's fire alarms going off, dogs barking, but shit, why not? Rogan gets it. Why can't I? Anywho, lot to discuss this week. Episode five we're on now. Baseball in London for the first time ever. No issue with that. I usually have a tough time with change. I'm 26 years old, but I got the mentality of like a, as if I was born in 1965. When it comes to sports, I just don't want to see change. I don't want to see each team have six different uniforms. It's just, it's, it's not for me. Keep your home home jerseys, your away jerseys. You know, now you got Latin Appreciation Night, so you got the, the Jos Yankees jerseys. You got the L Heat for the Miami Heat jersey. Just keep a home uniform and away uniform. Remember they, even last year they did, like, nicknames for the guys? Imagine Shaq with the Lakers in, like, 2010, just walking with Big Diesel on the back of his uniform. Now you can't even fit something like that because the advertisements that they put on the uniforms are so damn big. They're like billboards on the uniforms. I was watching like a Charlotte Hornet game one time. And like I thought they just did that in soccer where you put the advertisement on the jersey. It takes up like half the jersey. The NBA ones, it takes like three-fourths of the jersey. It It basically says this jersey is sponsored by Cracker Barrel. By the way, this guy's number 15. For the Charlotte Hornets. But all you see is Cracker Barrel. They got like the all of Cracker Barrel's breakfast menu on the back of the jersey. They like disregard what team they're playing for. What color. They, it, it's, it's out of control. But baseball in London, for the first time ever, that I can get behind. Why? Because the atmosphere was electric in London. Did anybody watch that? Oh my god, it was like a World Series game. Every single time a team scored a run, the place just went berserk. What better way to do it than Yankees Red Sox? It's funny too, because Meghan Markle and Prince Harry went. They had to. It was the first time it was in London. But they took pictures with the Yankees in the clubhouse before the game. So one of my favorite pictures, I want to just get it blown up and put it in my living room. The Yankees are sitting with them pregame. So like Markle and Prince Harry are, are each on a seat. CeCe Sabathia's in the back 
with just a white tee on and his tobacco spit halfway up a Gatorade bottle. So in one hand, he's holding up just tobacco. The other hand, he's throwing the deuces. He's just throwing the peace sign. The tobacco's just like sitting on Meghan Markle's shoulder. Yeah, it wasn't a very royal picture, if you will. But I loved it. They were having a ball. And they they sent out the ESPN crew to do the game. What I found funny is, yeah, it's the first game in London, but they acted like the British fans were like aliens and had no idea what baseball was. Like, they sent it over to Buster only in, like, the fifth inning. He was on the right field foul pole. He was interviewing a guy just because he was eating his first hot dog while watching a baseball game. They were going to send it over to Section 125. Buster only is going to talk to this random chap. Ask him about the hot dog he's eating right now and what it's like to eat a hot dog while watching a baseball game. You know, it was like they were in some third world country. Like, no, I mean, these guys, they, they get the basis of the game. The only thing I saw that the fans kind of struggled on, they sit like 50,000 in the stadium. The Yankees would score, all 50,000 would stand up and cheer. Red Sox would score, all 50,000 would stand up and cheer. Whether they had Red Sox gear on, Yankees gear on, all these, <laughs> all these fine folks in London, just, they just wanted to cheer. They didn't give a shit who was crossing the plate. It was very funny. I thought it was a neat concept. So if they did it next year, I wouldn't mind. Don't use it as a Yankees home game. This was good because it counted as a Red Sox home game. But let it rip again. Take another picture with CeCe. Aaron Judge, 6'8", full of man. Just in white tees, throwing up deuces with Meghan Markle and Prince Harry. It was hysterical. But moving on. Something nobody can mind me talking about that everybody wants to hear about. I want to talk Chick-fil-A. Current events. Did anybody see the Chick-fil-A employee jump into a customer's car to save their child from choking? Little CPR action. Big chicken nugget just pops out of this girl's throat. He was like a trained professional. I don't know what these guys at Chick-fil-A get paid. I don't know how they're hired, what, what the process is, what the, the, the training is to work at a Chick-fil-A, but it is a well-oiled machine over there. You should have seen this kid. He's doing the register. Okay, he sees this poor girl. She was like six years old in the passenger seat. This dude swan dived into the minivan. Cool, calm, and collected. He even he he gave the lady her change while he jumped in to save her daughter. I'm joking about that, but I don't I wouldn't be surprised. Chick-fil-A employees are just cut from a different cloth. I don't know what it is, I don't know how to explain it. I went there the other day. I was on the way back from Santa Barbara. It's one of those things where you don't see a lot of Chick-fil-A's, so if you do, you're going. No ifs, ands, or buts. You're there. And I go in. I, I go to order. Get my food. They got, they got what they called quality checkers. So while you're eating, there's just like a young Catholic boy. It's always like a young Catholic kid in a red Chick-fil-A polo and khakis. And he's just checking on how everybody's doing. It's like a maitre d' at a, at a steakhouse. 
just table by table. Like he's the chef just popping out of the kitchen, making sure everybody's enjoying their meal. I got quality checked on three times by a young man named Samuel. Such a nice kid. Three times, mind you, I was sitting down there for no more than 10 minutes. At three different times during my sandwich, Samuel came by to make sure I was doing okay. I mean, I, it's just, these, these guys are unbelievable. They even, a couple years ago, they built the Chick-fil-A in where the Atlanta Falcons play. I think they play in the Georgia Dome. And everybody knows Chick-fil-A is closed on Sundays. The owner of it, the guy, the founder, he was a big, he was big in the church. So every Sunday he would just close up shop, no matter how much business they were doing, and they would go to church for the full day. So they stuck true to their roots, but they built a Chick-fil-A inside the Georgia Dome for every Falcons game. Mind you, 95% of the games are played on Sunday. So rather than just saying, oh, screw it, we'll keep it open just for the stadium, it's like they built this thing. Nobody told them, hey, by the way, guys, you know we're closed on Thursdays, right? So they stuck true to it. They said, we're, not gonna, we're just going to open it. So for 95% of the Atlanta Falcons' home games, they're just not open. It's just dead space. Good for Chick-fil-A. But they do get one Monday night game. So throughout the entire year, the Falcons get one home game that's not on a Sunday. That Monday night, there's just Chick-fil-A wrappers flying about the stadium. Everybody's eating Chick-fil-A. They're tailgating with Chick-fil-A. Like Everybody's at that restaurant. You see punters and kickers on the bench just slamming down Chick-fil-A. I feel like there's even people that walk into the stadium just to go to that Chick-fil-A and then just walk back out. So come that Monday night, they just they have at it. But again, they stay true to their roots. And if you happen to be choking on your chicken sandwich in the drive-thru, just know that either Samuel the quality checker or Henry the cashier is going to swan dive full-blown Michael Phelps and just hop right into that passenger seat and just pop that sandwich on out. Good as new. They even refilled the girl's chicken nuggets. They got her a brand new six-piece. So now she had 11 total chicken nuggets, one of them for free. Chick fucking filet, my God. Moving on, Miss Grace Abraham, to everybody's favorite segment. If I could just trouble you for a little bit of a drum roll here, please. It's time for the Ask Bob segment. Every week, week by week, I have you fine folks here at the show Send in your DMs of questions for the Ask Bob segment. Anything you want to know. Anything you want to dive into a little bit. We got question number one right out of the chute here. This is from Peter underscore Luger. Hold on, Peter. That <laughs> Hold on. Peter Luger is a steakhouse in New York. Can we, can we check that here, Grace? It is indeed actually. Wow. <laughs> What a name. Peter underscore Luger wants to know, Bob, if you could hang out with one president, dead or alive, who would it be and why? Wow. Um, I like that. I like I like where your head's going with that, Luger. Um, I don't think it would make a difference, dead or alive. I actually, I swear to God, I had a dream about this one time. And ever since, I, I, I've always thought about it. 
I had a dream, and you know, everybody has a dream that for some reason you remember, even if it was like six years ago. I was in high school. I was like a senior in high school. I still remember this dream. I was in Maryland, right by the waterside, and I was walking down the boardwalk, and I was just shucking oysters with George W. (laughs) George W. Bush, Luger. I would love just to go to Maryland and just shuck a bunch of oysters, slug down some beers with George W. Bush. It has nothing to do with I'm a Republican, I'm a Democrat, because nowadays I, I don't even know. I have no idea anymore. There used to be a time where, where people would put their political preferences aside. You, you know, you just you wouldn't speak about it. And we've gotten away from that, and I I wish we got back to it, because you're just never going to make any ground with anybody, you know? It's not like you're going to turn a person into a Democrat or turn a a person into a Republican because you made a good point, and they're just going to concede and you win. You're just never—you're just going to go around in circles, you know? And there's things that I believe in on on the Republican side—sorry, I'm getting off topic here, Luger, but I feel strongly about this. There's things I feel— that I agree with on the Republican side, and there's things that I agree with on the Democratic side. Yeah, so why am I going to say I'm, I'm, I'm one or the other? And if you're running for office, you, you really have to choose one or the other. And you may not necessarily agree with certain perspective on Republicans, but you have to agree because that's the only shot you have of winning the damn thing. Nobody's winning as independent anymore. So you pretty much got to be on board with an idea or a topic, whether you believe in it or not, but simply because that's the only shot you're going to have of winning, you know? It's plain and simple. It's a shame, but that's what I hate about politics nowadays. Back to your question, Luger, I'd want a good buzz going with George W. Bush. Hence, there are dogs barking in the back right now. That's not stopping us. Still rolling right on through this segment here. Um, Yeah. I, I would like to get drunk with George W. Bush and eat a shit ton of oysters in Maryland. And I've dreamed of it once. And I woke up and I was miserable that I woke up. The whole day, everybody's like, Robbie, why are you down? It's like, well, I was shucking oysters with W a couple hours ago and now I'm not. So that's why I'm down. And I, I wouldn't want to get like a, like a strong drunk going with him. Like I, I would just want to get a light buzz. Because whether you like it or not, the guy is hysterical. Maybe kind of lost in in certain areas, but I I just think he's very funny, and I would love just to split like a seafood platter with him. I think it'd be funny. I also also would like to, I'd be curious to golf with Donald Trump, just because I would want to see his course etiquette. Like, I would want to see if Donald walks in one of my, my putt lines, you know? Like, I'm getting ready for a putt, and Donnie Boy just, like, walks right into my line. And I would probably address it with him. Like, hey, Donnie, you know, what the fuck, man? You just just walked right into my line. And that all started where there was a video of him where he drove a golf cart, and he just drives it, like, up next to the hole, sticks his approach shot, and just drives it right up to the hole. Tire marks all over the green. So I, I want to meet with these guys, not not for to ask them on their political views. I'm just curious about the small stuff. Like when I'm turning around for the back nine with Donnie, does he stop? 
at the refreshment stand on nine? Does he grab a hot dog? Does he keep going through? You know, this is the kind of shit I, I, I think about. So, Luger, I hope I answered your question. Moving on. All right, folks, well, we got a special surprise for you. I took the first question. Now, for those of you who don't know, I know I sure as hell didn't. Today is Canada Day. Now, what better guest to bring in than the king of the north himself, the big fella, six foot one, weighing in at two bucks and a nickel, 205. It's Joey Cold Cuts. Joey Cold Cuts, welcome to the Brilliantly Dumb Show. Thanks for having me. Thanks for the credentials, too. Six one's pushing it a bit. Oh, well, that's like a, it's like an NBA. It's like an NBA six one. Really, you're five eleven, but they'll give you six one. It's they like if I have on. skates on. Yeah, they tack on two inches, folks. You should see the Vacanta ridiculous <laughs> setup we have right here. We have to use one mic through this laptop, so we got this sucker set up against the microwave. Yeah, I hope we can look back on this one day and remember the setup we have to where if this thing ever really pops off. The way we plan it to. I really hope if you get to like podcast 25, you can bring me into an actual studio. Maybe not this son of an apartment. Podcast 25 is pushing it like 6-1 was pushing it for you. I hope by 35-50 we'll be in there. But anyway, cold cuts. We're going to rapid fire some Canada-style questions for you. Some regular questions for you on the Ask Cuts segment now. Cold cuts, are you ready? Is, is this is this like speed round? Like, how long do I have to answer well, each so question? Well, so there's a couple questions that may take you a little longer than, like, a speed round, but you'll know the questions where you should be able to fire it. All right. You're I'm going to do my best. <laughs> what are you going to get a buzzer if I go over time or if I say the incorrect thing? It's going to be Ibrahim, like, Ibrahim, do we have a buzzer? I believe so. <laughs> Anywho, here we are. We're off to the races. First question. Grace, can you do, like, the uh, who wants to be a millionaire type background or something to where... You know, it fires the people up. Give me a couple options, too, like a phone a friend if I struggle, you know. I know she can do that on these things. That would be cool. First question, cold cuts. I'm ready. I'm locked in. Okay. First question, cold cuts. Canada style, what are three things that Canada has that the U.S. does not? Universal health care. <laughs> Is that true? Of course, yes. This is the biggest. Absolute. Okay. Authentic maple syrup. That's what you're going to give me for number two. Yes. Is syrup. Absolutely. You try a waffle with Canadian maple syrup, it'll change your life. I'll bring some back for you next trip. Okay. And the last one, Canadian Mounties. What are Mounties? What are Mounties? Yeah. They're like, they are, uh, they're a type of law enforcement. They ride on horses. They have the whole platoons, like the whole get up, the outfits. They wear like one of those big hats. They're great. They keep the peace, but they do it in a, in, a, in a professional style. Well, lately now you could say a 2019 NBA Finals championship. So instead of doing maple syrup on number two, you probably could have done the championship. Well, I'm sorry. We got one championship that the U.S. doesn't have. They've got like a million to one. So okay, I'll stick to my guns here and, and go with my, with my gut. Moving on. Favorite hockey player of all time? No question. Canucks fan here. Born and bred in Vancouver, Canada. You know, Pavel... Bure was a player that started out when I was growing up, nicknamed the Russian Rocket. There were rumors from NASA that this guy could hit into the stratosphere. Fastest player I've ever watched and most electrifying. I have no, I, I swear to you, 
I have never heard of that individual. You have had to have heard of Pavel Bure. Cuts, I swear to you, and I would guarantee you if we do a poll. Can we do a poll? Sure, sure. I'm sure the followers will know I, who Pavel Bure is. I would say, honest to God, I would say that total listeners, I would say 84% of them do not know who Pavel Bure is. Absolutely not. I'll make a bet with you. So here's what we're going to do. We will put that on the Instagram story, and I can guarantee you if they are voting honestly, 84% do not know who the Russian I would say 65% of people would know who Pavel Bure is. He was an all-star. Dumbest thing you've seen Bob do. I don't know if you realize that I know you do this. Robbie does this thing when he gets excited. We'll be like watching a game, you know, a big game or something happens or like he gets a good phone call. Chick calls him back that he likes or something happens. Good. He automatically springs up like a pogo stick from wherever he's standing. And it's like I'm not in the room like I'm not witnessing that. Do you know that? I don't know if you know. You know where I'm going with this? And he he will start walking in a clockwise fashion around his living room with like the phone with like a song that inspires him on. Like he'll put on some kind of like queen song or something on. And you start walking in circles just like fist pumping the air. Like I'm not there. Do you know? I, I mean, I've never mentioned it to you because I wanted to see how much it's. I knew where you were going. It is the most asinine thing. It's bizarre. It's but it, it's like you're just fire. You got, it's like you're getting ready to go out for the NBA Finals I, I Game Seven. To, I used to walk around to a Jim Valvano speech. <laughs> do, you, do you know who Jim? Valvano's? I have no idea. Now, if you do a poll on Jim Valvano's, no one will know who that is. Oh, you, you cuts! You are so ridiculously wrong about that. More people know Jim Valvano than Pavel Borges. You ever hear the Jimmy V Foundation? They have a whole. I've, I've heard of that. Actually. The Jimmy V. Great, They're but I don't know Valvano. I don't know who this guy is. There is there a Pavel Bury Foundation? Well, no, it's he's Russian. The guy they don't do. I guarantee you, more people know Jim Valvano than Pavel Bury. Who, who who is this guy? Jim Valvano. Yeah, he was the head coach for North Carolina. State. Oh, nobody on, knows this guy, dude. He won a championship with them. You ever see uh, Survive in Advance, the Thirty for Thirty documentary? And that one must have slipped my mind. I didn't see it. Well, I saw the Reggie Miller one, though. Yeah, that was great. Really good. They do a good job on all those. Spike Lee. But anyway, I, I would walk around the living room, and I would listen to the speech that he did. And it wasn't really like an inspiring speech. It was just he was giving a speech to, like, the alumni. So for, like, two years of my life, I walked around my living room and listened to Jim Valvano speak to North Carolina State alumni, and it just it would fire me up. Can you send me yeah. the speech? Yeah, yeah. Look, look, go and watch the documentary. Is that top speech of all time for you? It's up there. Yeah, it's up there. You know what mine is? Go ahead. Al Pacino. Are you going to say what? something from a movie? Yes. Well, well you I know wouldn't. where you're going. I'm sure. You were going to say I don't know what you were going to say. It's from the movie. It's a... Uh... It's from that football movie Any where he's it's, it's about living and breathing. Any given Sunday. That's fantastic. Great movie, too. He's unbelievable in that. Anywho. Well, let me fire another one at you. Ready? All right. Give me the best-looking Canadian actress. Oh, Jesus. Can I give you a, a, a musician? No, I want an actress. I'm not really into, like, act. I don't know. All right, go ahead. What do you, what do you have? Shania to Twain. Is Shania Twain Canadian? She's Canadian. Really? Born and raised. You watch Man, I Feel Like a Woman, that music video, you tell me that's not For sick. those of you who don't know, <laughs> Gold Cut has an angelic 
voice. If I asked you to sing "Man, I Feel Like a Woman" right now, could you give me a bit? Yeah, but we'll hold that for the next <laughs> podcast when I get this. Something. When I get right, in the studio, give me a little something. Oh, 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 totally crazy. Now give him a lady, man shirt, short skirts. Oh, 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 totally fine and feel that rain. Man, I feel like a woman. <laughs> Is that okay? Well, folks, I, I gotta tell you what, cuts. It's good to have you on the pod finally. Uh, you know, I I I've been listening to every episode. Last week's, I had actually no no lie. I was in Canada. This, this was my birthday this past week. Visiting. It was it was a Saturday night or no, sorry, Wednesday night. Whatever night you released the pod. And I had like 12% left on my battery on my, on my phone, and I had left my charger in the States, so I didn't have my Apple charger with me. I waited the entire podcast to hear your, you know, it was so great. The battery died. And the battery died like right after. <laughs> I made it right after the, I was right after the Bob segment, it cut out. And I said, right, folks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was actually really good. I, I love them. I'm, you know, and I'm happy to be a part of this. We tried to, everybody was DMing me constantly when's Cold Cut's going to come on, when Cold Cut's going to come on. We tried to get Cold Cut's on for the first four weeks, but he couldn't adjust to the microphone He's a loud individual So oh, he would go loud. You know how I know I'm loud Is you can see on When Rob When uh, Grace or Rob When they're doing the, 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 the recording You can see the little Sound waves <laughs> And you would be talking It'd be normal And then I talk It looks like the You know when somebody Goes into cardiac it, shock it off, It's like just off the charts I'm like okay That's the part where I came in It was just It was too much But the microwave thing Here is working out So hey, It works And until we can get you In the booth well, that's, uh, that's what I'm really looking really for. Really build to. up a nice studio here. Maybe a backdrop about how the you know the brilliantly dumb cold cuts you know connection came to be from day one. All right, folks. Well, that just about does it here. Thank you for joining episode five of the brilliantly dumb show. You wanted cold cuts, we gave you cold cuts. Current events, we talked Chick Fil A. We did it all. Continue to support. It means the world. Fires me up. Week by week, every Tuesday. We will see you next Tuesday. Thank you again for listening to the Brilliantly Dumb Show.